Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the Spooky Christian Podcast. My name is Ezra Kaysen III, and I am your host. We have a great season planned, and it is our hope and expectation that you will be blessed by what is being shared. Now let's get started. I want to start by thanking all my listeners from the U.S. and around the world that have listened to this podcast. I was amazed to see that there were listeners from about four other countries. That was, again, it was amazing. Um, You made me legit international, so I appreciate you guys so much. And also here in the United States, it is National Pastors Appreciation Month. And I wanted to give shouts out to all the pastors that I've learned from and served under uh, till this point in my life without these men and some women um, I wouldn't have the foundation that I have today Um, so if you ever hear me make a mistake because I'm not going to present myself as a a perfect theologian or minister preacher evangelist or anything of that nature because I am human and I will make a mistake but the way that I correct those mistakes will be a reflection of those men and women that have trained me because they wanted me to learn from their successes and their failures to be a reflection of them in that particular way because they've not presented themselves perfect but um seeking after the perfection of christ in how they lead and how they serve and that is the epitome of you know great pastors and leaders that we have regardless of where you are and what culture you live in and i can say that with them i'm able to edify the church and disciple the lost so i just want to say i appreciate you guys all the way from the state of mississippi to the state of missouri to the state of louisiana and other states where i've had professors and and doctors in uh, bible college and whatever other facet or, or or place that you may be um i just wanted to say if you're listening to everyone that knows me and has taught me i greatly appreciate all of you and speaking of those particular things and expectations that they have of me um, we want to talk about expectations on today today is october the 31st 2020 in our country it's halloween where you are in the world it may be Uh, a different day so it may be the day of the dead as it's listed in some places there are many many people looking for or expecting something supernatural to happen or believing that there are supernatural things already happening so what about us as christians as a whole what are our expectations i'm not sure about other countries or cultures but here in the u.s it's kind of split um some of us Um, As believers, we believe or some of us as believers don't think that supernatural things still happen. And it's kind of sad to a degree because of who we serve and, and who our God is. But this is what I believe. I believe that as a Christian, we should live with an expectation of the supernatural God. That is what I believe. Not just the blessings of God, but the sheer move of God. 
the supernatural that a lot of us have experienced has something to do more with materialism or with materialistic manifestations versus other supernatural occurrences like raising the dead a la Lazarus. And I'm not saying that this is not the move of God, but it's not just the things that God can do in that respect. Because God's not a genie or a magician. He is the all-powerful God, the omnipotent God that we serve. He still manifests tongues, healing, prophets, prophecy, deliverance of demons, raising the dead. These things should be our expectation. I have a segment called Spooky Tales where... I'll share my own personal testimonies of supernatural accounts and some testimonies of of my colleagues and or friends that have experienced some supernatural things that have nothing to do with being blessed with a house or a car or finances or things of that nature. And some of these things actually will seem like they are spooky. They they will. And for me to hear some of the things, for me to experience some of those things, it was spooky at the time. Um, I have, in fact, experienced the supernatural as it relates to God and as evidenced in God's word. And like I said before, these things did seem spooky at first. But as I read the Bible and was in an environment that cultivated such normalcy, it didn't seem as spooky as Again, I, I read and prayed and, and just seek and sought after God. There is a difference between supernatural and super traditional or a super spiritual or spooky incidents. Our expectations should come from God. And with all of these things, supernatural, our supernatural God, uh, the Holy Ghost, his spirit that is in us, we should look forward to these things because i believe that god is consistent in his ways as he is the way the truth and the life because i believe that god is still operating in this way and he always has if his word has not said that he has stopped doing something we then should expect or hope that God will still move in a way that is sometimes not common to man or just not common to man in general. Remember, we shouldn't lean to our own understanding. We are still gaining new revelation into our own theology of God, but it is God who reveals the truth. I remember being younger, growing up in the state of Mississippi, and my grandfather was my pastor. My grandfather was um i want to say my grandfather was the, like the equivalent of a bishop he had his doctorate he taught in bible college i didn't know all this stuff as a, as a youngster but as i grew up i found out a, a lot of stuff about my granddad he had all these um initials and things behind his name and i didn't know what it meant people used to crack jokes about it um and they used to say ezra what what, what is all this behind your grandfather's name it's like, I don't know. He's just pawpaw to me. But at the same time, there was something that my grandfather used to always do. And he did it regularly on Sundays before or after he preached. And that was to let us know that we should never just take his word for it. His meaning my grandfather's word. It's our responsibility to seek God for revelation 
and who he is and what he'll do. So my grandfather would always tell us that just because I preach a word doesn't mean that you just take what I say and run with it. That you need to go and seek out God. Let God reveal to you what it is that he revealed to me. Or he may even reveal something else to you that he didn't reveal to me. My granddad always did that. He, he did that to the congregation. He did that when he taught people because even after he passed away, I used to always hear people say, man, your grandfather, when he used to teach us, he always said, don't just take my word for it. And I think that's like a really good mark of a pastor to let us know that, hey, don't just take my word for it. God, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto. And he didn't say that, but that's what he meant. He meant for us to to seek after God in a way to where we could experience that supernatural revelation from God. And it was a beautiful thing because even when I wasn't in church, it was something that still stuck with me. And when I ended up just like truly giving my life to Christ, I remembered those words from my grandfather. It, it, it was like a, a, it was almost like an inheritance from him after he passed away. It was something I remembered and something that I hold dear to me because it's still relevant to this day. Not to just take God, take my word for it. And I, I wanna, I wanna actually challenge you right now before I get finished. To not just take my word for the things that I'm about to say or the things that I've said and like literally seek after God and say, is there any relevance to what this man is saying? Is there any truth to what it is that he's saying? Is there anything that is not right about what he's saying? Challenge what I say. Go to God and literally challenge what I say. And if, if I'm wrong about something, leave a comment at my uh, Facebook page. And when I get my website and all that other stuff up, leave a leave a comment there and I'll leave that information at the end of the podcast. But leave it there, because one of the things that my grandfather was not ashamed of was to go back and check the relevance of his word, the realness of his word, the truth of the word that he preached, because he never wanted to preach anything that God did not give him. And all the other pastors that I've served under, they were the same way. They wanted to make sure that they were preaching the unadulterated word of God as given to them through the Holy Ghost, according to the word that that's in the Bible. So my prayer is that I'm not speaking anything about living a supernatural life that God hasn't revealed to me through his spirit and through his word. So I just want you guys to remember that. And one of the other things that we have to remember, too, is that everyone's experience will vary from person to person and culture to culture. But we still must leave our minds open that just because we haven't experienced something or practiced something that God has stopped doing particular things. There are some of us that teach or preach that God doesn't do tongues anymore, that he doesn't move, that this was for the 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 birth of the church but even when we read the epistles and i'm going to use first first and second corinthians as an example even when we read the epistles the church is already established the churches are established the apostle paul and peter is preaching the churches that have been established and they're still talking about 
all these supernatural things. So we have to remember that we have to keep our minds open to the supernaturalness of God on a regular basis. We have to keep our minds open. We have to lean not on ourselves, but you know what, Lord, you said you establish my path or establish my thoughts. You will help me with this. So that's this the direction that we have to go in. I wanted to read a few scriptures. And since I alluded to 1 Corinthians, I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 through 11. And it's a little lengthy, but it, it's, it's relevant to what I'm speaking of. And like I said, the churches have been established. This is God's word is given to Paul through the Holy Spirit to say, starting at verse 1, going through 11 in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. Now about the spiritual gifts. And this is talking about spiritual gifts. So these are things that have been given to us through Jesus Christ for the church, for empowerment. These are endowments given by the Holy Spirit or by the Holy Ghost. So now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know, and I'm reading from the Amplified. You know that when you were pagans, you were led off after speechless idols. However, you were led off, whether by impulse or habit. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can say Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is my Lord except by the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, meaning special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost operating in believers. But it is, it is the same spirit who grants them and empowers believers. And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it is the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing and empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit the spiritual illumination and the enabling of the Holy Ghost for the common good to one is given through the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, the power to speak the message of wisdom and to another, the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit to another wonder working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit. And to another, the extraordinary gifts of healings by the one spirit or the same spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. And to another, prophecy, foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God and to the people. Or should I say from God to the people. And to another, discernment of spirits. The ability to distinguish sound, godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults to another various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. All these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering are brought about by one and the same Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit 
distributing each one individually just as he chooses. This is God's word to the Corinthian church. God's word to the Corinthian church is given by the apostle Paul. But that same word is valid today for the church of God in Jesus Christ. We should expect, and that's what we're talking about, the expectation of Christians. We should expect the supernatural because it's gifted to us. It's a gift. The supernatural has been gifted to us by our supernatural God. At my church, we had a guest pastor. His name is Scott Holmes. He is over the um, Louisiana, the state of Louisiana, Assemblies of God, and he came through and helped with the dedication of uh, a section of our building, a new auditorium that we opened this past Sunday. And I am not the pastor. I am not the pastor here. I am a member here, intern um, here at the church. Um, I do serve in worship. Um, I do help teach, um, preach, things of that nature with our youth. Uh, it is my hope and my prayer that I am able to uh, be elevated to wherever it is that God would have me to be. So, but with that being said, Pastor Holmes came through and he said something that was just like really, really cool, especially for the United States. I know in other countries that the supernatural things of God is probably commonplace. But here in the U.S., like I said earlier, it's a little split between what happens and what we preach and, and what we talk about. But what Pastor Holmes said is that it is time for church services to become unprecedented. And what he was talking about was unprecedented in the respect of the supernatural moving of God. And this is what I truly, truly, truly desire for our country is that we have unprecedented church services. Of course, that's going to start with me individually and with each person individually to do these things in our home that we need to do, have an environment cultivating that type of uh precedence first in our own individual lives but like he said it's time for the church or it's time for church services to become unprecedented it's no more time for god doesn't do this or god doesn't do that but a time for god you did this in the old testament so we need you to do it again or god you did this in the new testament so we need you to do this again God, you 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 had us to pro prophesy to, to dry bones and we saw an army raise up, fully membered, not dismembered. God, we heard you, we saw you days late after someone died and you spoke to that person, told them to come out of a grave. We need you to do that right now in the name of Jesus. This is what we need to see in the church. This is what we need to see in our own lives. This is is God's will. So we ask that, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what my desire is. This is what I pray that we do. And I pray what happens for all the churches here in the United States, all the churches across the world. This is my hope. My expectation is that the unprecedented church arise, that there be an a revival of the unprecedented move of God, supernatural God, supernatural things that happens 
and that they no longer be unprecedented, unprecedented, but common, normal, no longer spooky, <laughs> no longer spooky, but that God, you have your way. So let us pray. Let's pray. Lord God, we ask that you help us to get out of our own way and thought processes so that we can see more of the supernatural you. It's okay for us to see the jobs and homes and material things you bless us with, but we need to see a new move, a supernatural move that is unprecedented in our culture and that is common in other cultures around the world. A supernatural move that cannot be duplicated, adulterated, or perverted by any entity, by any principality, power, rulers in dark places. Lord, have your way in our lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me. And if I went out on the tangent, I apologize. But then again, no, I take that back. I'm not apologizing for tangents. If you have any comments... You can go to my Facebook page at OFJ Media Group LLC and like the page and then post a comment on the timeline with the hashtag of Spooky Christian. And with that being said, until next cast, Lil Spooky Christian. <laughs> you guys have a good one and I appreciate you all for taking the time out and listening. Have a good night, good day, or just a good life. In Jesus' name.